0: hey what up finch mob welcome to throwbacks where i share some of the classic interviews i've had in my career i hope you guys enjoy it meet some of your favorite celebrities entrepreneurs and experts all right here on off the fence classics and make sure you're subscribed and that you click the notification bell so that you're notified each and every time we release something new thank you for your support we love you and remember guys get your ass off the
1: fence I love the station Let's go. This is your radio.
0: Your station. This is your man Flow Hey, what's happening? This is the home applause, man. Yo, what's popping, man? It's your boy, Bow Easy, man. Check it out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. L-I-D. 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 L-I-D.
1: Hey, what's happening? You already know, man. you rocking with
0: the best right now. This is the Home applause, man. You already know I got to do it with the home team, man. He's the best of the best of the best. I'm addicted to this.
1: He's a wonderful voice. Keep
0: listening to all the best with this. My, my guest for today is an accomplished film, television, and stage actor. He starts in the hit CBS drama series, CSI New York, and he has written three best. Sellers, One in which we are talking about today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my good friend, Hill Harper. What's going
1: on, Hill? Hey, how's it going?
0: Hey, welcome, Hill. Doing great, man.
1: Good, 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 glad good. Glad you are
0: here, man. We glad you're here.
1: Yeah, and and you know what? I'm actually happy to hear that it's raining in Atlanta because I remember just about a year and a half or two years ago, there was a real drought problem there, so it's good that Atlanta's getting some rain finally.
0: We've gotten it's- too much, stuff. So it's been raining for so like months, <laughs> nonstop, <laughs>
1: Well, it's good. Yeah. We get to yeah. build up the reservoirs and all that. So it's, that's, 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 it's a blessing. The rain is a blessing.
0: It's that's a cool. blessing in disguise, I guess, huh? So yeah. Good. So, man, I had the pleasure of touring with you on UNCF's, uh, Empower HBCU Empower Me Tour and learned so much about you and your movement and everything you're doing. With the last book you had out, Let Us to a Young Sister, And now you have another phenomenal book. And, and, you know, people, they have to ask, man, how do you keep coming up with such great subject matter?
1: You know, it comes, for me, it's it's a very organic process. I don't sit around saying, oh, what am I going to write about next? It really happens organically. The first book, Letters to a Young Brother, happened because I was touring, doing speeches to a lot of young people. And young brothers would come up to me and ask me questions. And then I would exchange my email address with them. And then it just got to a point where I was just getting too many emails and too many questions from Young Brothers. So I decided to take them and group them all into different groupings and said, you know, I'm going to have to write something up for them because I can't answer all these individual emails. I spend my whole day answering questions. And so that book really grew organically out of questions from Young Brothers. And obviously the Young Sister book grew out of that. And this book, The Conversation, came about two years ago. I was having a dinner party at my house, and there was a group of single brothers there and and a group of single females there, and it was very interesting to me. There was a group of brothers that would say – basically, I'm sure you've heard this before, but it was the comments that basically fit into this category, something like, you know what? I just can't find that one woman I I really want to commit to. I can't meet the one. I'm dating. I can't meet that one woman. I just, I just, I can't meet her. I don't. I really want to, but I can't, right? And then the sisters were saying something to this effect: there are no good brothers out there. Where are they? And I was literally sitting back, and this was a logic, because my head, you know, I've I half of my brain is creative and half of my brain is a logic brain, and it made no logical sense that on the one hand you had a group of single brothers saying that they couldn't find the one woman they want to commit to. But they were saying they wanted to, and then the, on the other hand, we had a group of sisters saying there were no good men out there, and logically that just didn't make sense. And then, right. uh, And then I started to look at the hard data. You know, I got struck with some data points that really broke my heart. Um, in 1966, 84% of black children were being raised in two-parent households. Fast forward to 2006, that number has plummeted to 31%. Another wow. data point is that 70% of black professional women are single. Another data point is that even when we do get married, uh, 51% of black couples end, end in divorce, and, and we have the highest divorce rate of any distinct ethnic group in this country. So that's even when we do. So we're not getting married as much, and even when we do, we get divorced more. That's a problem. And so I really wanted to delve into what's really going on between black men and black women because I, I personally – I don't know about you, but I didn't want to sit around – and bear witness to the destruction of the black family without and, and remain silent and right. so that that's what this book is and it's an exploration of that and I don't in any way claim to be a, an expert in relationships, I just claim to be a single man on a journey trying to figure it out, and that's what the book represents right and and
0: it's, it's, it's so uh, important that you say that because um in the book you you talk about in the first chapter um Man in the Mirror, and, you know, Michael Jackson had a song that talked about that man in the mirror, and, and, and how often do you find in, in your, your conversations with individuals as you do your book tour that people will blame everything that's happening or not happening in their lives on other individuals, but not really taking a really good look at the mirror in, at themselves?
1: All the time. I mean, that's really the, the main thesis of, of the book, because I had to ask myself as a single brother, am I part of the problem? You know, that's, a, that's, that's real talk. And so the the, and the, and the answer came back that in many ways, yes, you know, and let's look at how. And that's what, you know, I didn't even know the book was going to be called The Conversation. It just, I just, after interviewing hundreds and hundreds of people, you know, I'd interviewed couples that have been married 70 years, people who have been divorced, people who are devoutly single, people, everybody across the map. And I interviewed so many people for this book. and And what I found in the book is that. The first and most important piece, there's three conversations that need to happen. The first conversation is with yourself, like you just said. It has Mm -hmm. to happen. You have to be willing to be vulnerable and honest with yourself. Most of us aren't. Most of us are sending our representatives even when we're looking in the mirror. And the second conversation is honest and open conversation with our partners or potential partners. And the third conversation is conversation with with our greater community, which includes our family, et cetera. And so those three levels of conversation are what we need, but the problem is most of us send our representative.
0: Right, right. I mean, that is so true. I say that all the time, Hill, that – most times with people you're talking to the representative especially on the first date but sometimes for a couple of months you have never really met the true person and it takes some time i think to, to really get inside people when you meet them because everybody's guarded i mean whether it's a business relationship friendship or a relationship people are so guarded because of um, mistrust and trust issues um, but, but we don't have to
1: be. We don't have right. to bring our baggage. It doesn't have to be an absolute. There's ways to deal with, and this is what you know I go into in the book. There are ways to really check your baggage at the door. You don't have to carry all your baggage on. It's just like you know now that they're charging for luggage when you go on a plane. You know, folks are packing a little, <laughs> packing a little less these days, and, and using more carry-ons. And that's right. the point we have to do. We have to actually. We don't just because you have had experiences and negative things have happened. There are, there are ways to clear out your baggage. You don't have to bring it in with you. And, and that's, that's critical. You know. And, and, and even to take it further, Mo, I actually interviewed a brother who had been married. He had known his wife for five years. They had gotten married, and they'd been married for three years. And he told me so honestly in this interview where he said, you know, Hill, it was three years into our marriage, and I realized I didn't even know who my wife was. Wow. And she didn't Ow. know who I was because we both had been sitting our representatives so long. But we got to a point three years in our marriage where we were just tired of it, and we said, "You know, this is who I really am." And we really had to do work to get to, to know each other, the real, the real, who we really are. And they did the work. They made the commitment to do the work. And, that, and that's a lot of what it is. You know A lot of us aren't willing and, and don't see the value and understand the value of partnership and doing the work. And that's, you know, one of the main themes of the book is me as a single man realizing the value of partnership.
0: Right. And, and then you find people people chastise you for being a single man yet writing a book that deals with relationships. The, for,
1: the only people well, who do that are people who haven't read the book because the whole thing is, is that – because some people have said that, but they, you have to read the book because the whole book is about the idea that I'm a single man – trying to figure it out I mean that's what the whole book is that's you know a whole piece of the book is my own conversation trying to make it through it's not me saying this is how relationships work this is how you need to act this is it and so I think people have a misconception uh, of those people very few people though because it's like most people read the book if you look at the reviews um you know online or whatever they're very positive I'm very humbled by that but you know, but you know, when you when you sit down to, to to write a book, you know, I I take it very seriously, you know, because right. this book is gonna last forever. You know, the pages are gonna be here long after I'm gone, and so it's you're leaving a legacy, and um, so I you know the people I thank people who who really have celebrated the book and and, and say it's great and. Uh, and I really appreciate that, and, and I want more brothers to, to read the book because this book is unique in the, the vast majority of relationship books, and I read a lot of them when I set out to do this book. The vast majority of relationship books are w- written directly towards women, and they're also written in a way of telling women how they need to act to get a man. That's basically the theme, Like right. whether it's whether it's a book like he's just not that into you, or a book like The Rules telling you these are the rules, this is what you need to do, you know, books like that. This book is written for both men and women. It's not just written for women. And so brothers need to step up, read the book. I think that they'll get something out of it. And also, couples can read it and and start more of a a different type of conversation.
0: Right. And and I think that's the key, here. Is is I I saw that you said in the book um, one of the biggest secrets to marriage, uh, uh, is communication. And I think that, that holds true with any relationship you have, but especially when you're in a, a committed relationship, such as a marriage or you engaged or dating is talking and we just don't do enough talking, you know, and that's one of the things I used to love about what you did on the tour. He held a conversation each and every stop with these young people about creating uh, their destinies, and becoming active architects of their destinies. And I think that what that's what engaged that audience the way it did Hill because they didn't see you as, oh, he's a movie star, he's a TV star, he's a best-selling author, but a young man who had a passion for young people and their destinies, and them not making some of the pitfalls and mistakes that other people have come before them made, but yet holding a conversation with them and answering questions. and
1: Yes, and that, dramatically... I, it goes to exactly what you're saying even in relationships we in and our community all of us we can create whatever life we want any any life you want to create you can create it but it starts with really doing the work and get, getting an honest and accurate assessment of yourself before you set off to do it and that's the point the you know there's something I talk about in the book called the 595 paradox in doing the research for the book, I realized something. I call it the 595 rule, 595 paradox. I found, and you know, this is somewhat controversial, and people need to read the book to, to sort of see, but I found that 95% of the women are trying to date 5% of the men. men and wow. 95% of the brothers are trying to date 5% of the women. So it, that's why we have brothers and sisters running around talking about there's nobody out there for me because a huge group is trying to date a very small group within the pool and wow. really taking an honest and accurate assessment of why and what are you attracted to what do you really want and is it are you attracted to this or that person because of society has told you that's the type of person you've attracted to or your friends tell you or your family tells you or is that, is that really the best partner for building a life um, for you and um i use the obamas as a kind of a case study um in in the book where i talk about their relationship and and so folks really there's some things to talk about in the book the conversation that i think that you know some food for thought and uh and and food for conversation
0: absolutely right we're talking to hill harper ladies and gentlemen Author of the phenomenal book, The Conversation, How Black Men and Women Can Build Loving, Trusting Relationships. And here, before we take questions, I do have, we got a, a couple emails and I want to read this one. From you, so you can address it. Uh, a young lady says here: favor when you interview Hill today, ask him why he has never married when he appears to desire and uh, promotes black love and relationships. And this is some of this stuff you talk about in your book. And you're right, she probably hadn't read your book. Ask him why, when a classy lady who is attractive, fit, fun, et cetera, everything he says he wants, steps to him and treats him like a gentleman and tries to have a conversation with him, no sex, no groupy nonsense. He blows her off and acts rude. Well, it sounds
1: kind of personal to me. I don't know. If personal. Me. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't answer. You know what? I don't know what context it is, but I'll tell you something. And Mo, you know this from, from traveling with me. Right. You know, I make a very, very clear distinction when I'm out doing book events and book signings that I treat everyone in a, in a very professional you know, I, I do I do the work because the last thing I want, the last thing I would ever want, and, and I listen. Oh, oh, and this is I actually said this today to somebody because we were talking about relationships, and I and I'm, this is an actual personal conversation I was having. And, so, and I said they, they said they said well, don't you meet a lot of women on these book tours? Not, and, and I said I, I I meet tons of people, women on these book tours. Yes, but I never ever ever want some woman to think that. I'm hitting on them in terms of they come to a book signing. I don't want them to think I would ever hit on them or do anything. It's not appropriate. So I treated it right. real professional. And you know this from touring with me. I'm very business minded and very professional. Now, you know, if someone is, you know, they try to slip me numbers and this and this, and I'm just very <laughs> professional. I don't do, I don't do that because I don't mix that. Now, if I would have met this person in a completely different context, you know I'm out and they're out, and we're meeting at a right. dinner party or something that's a whole different thing, but when i'm out working i'm I'm in more of a professional mode because you know as far as I'm concerned, people who come to those types of things they're not coming to meet me um in that way they're coming to 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 talk about the book or that so it's, i'm I'm in a much more professional mode right. than a social mode. Does that make sense and so that makes a if lot of if, sense. if she felt that there was I didn't respond. And we got to remember that not everybody's for everybody. You could be cool and beautiful and funky and great, but just because you got a job and you're attractive and you're all that doesn't mean every guy should be attracted to you. Let's be real clear. Right. Or vice versa. Just because you're an attractive guy who has a job doesn't mean every woman should be attracted to you. And, and that's, a, again, a misnomer. You know, yeah. we all can find and we all... Have the ability to find and identify the people that are right for us. Just because someone, you can check all the boxes with someone on paper, doesn't necessarily make them the right partner for you. We mm-hmm. got to get out of that mindset because she just listed, you know, a cool, intelligent, lovely, da 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 sister. Right? Just because I can check all those boxes doesn't mean I want to date you. Right? You know. Just because, and just, and vice versa, just because you could check all those boxes with me, oh, I make a certain amount of money, or I do this, or I do that, or do that, doesn't mean you should want to date me. Let's go. This is your radio, your station. Hey, man, Flo Riley. what's happening?
0: This is the home flies, man. Yo, what's poppin', man? It's your boy, Bow Easy, man. Check it out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Chapter systems are offline. systems are offline. Number one for today's history. Hey, what's happening? You already know, man, you rocking with the best right now. This is a home of vlog, man. You already know I got to do it with the home team, man. He's the best of the best of the best. I'm addicted to this.
1: He's a wonderful boy. Oh. Well,
0: listening to Off the Bits with this